Hi guys, welcome to My Opinion. This week we have a special episode of Women for Women Wednesday. I am joined today by Susan Elizabeth. Hi Susan, how are you? I'm well, thank you Maya. So great to join you. I'm so excited to have you here. Susan, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and then we'll dive into some of your background. I am a, um, uh, a professional life coach and I've had um, training and it comes after many years of being in the corporate world. I'm still in the corporate world actually and plan to be there for a little while longer because I kind of have the best of both worlds right now. And um, yeah, I'm just really passionate about um, women's um, like feminine power really and women's empowerment. Um, so really working as a life coach related to my journey through the corporate world as a woman and as a leader has really kind of propelled me into that direction. Yeah, I love that. And I, I absolutely love your website. I was so drawn to it. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. So what inspired you to become certified as a coach and kind of talk us through your journey because you're still in corporate America, but you are a certified coach. So kind of bring me back to that journey. Yeah, it's kind of a long journey. So, um, you know, I've been in corporate for over 30 years, um, major corporations, Fortune 500 companies, international uh, corporations for a long time. And in leadership, you know, probably 18, longer than 18, almost 20 years. Yeah. And most of it um, has been around, you know, where being the feminine, most of it's been around the patriarchy. You know, it's very male dominated mm -hmm. field that I'm in. And it's been a great journey, but it's been rough at moments. It's been challenging at times. And when I was younger in my journey, I kind of felt like I had to, you know, fit in. So I kind of had the disease to please. Like mm -hmm. so many of us women were collaborators. We want to fit in. Oh my God. I love that. I love yeah. the disease to please. Disease I'm, to I'm so please. taking that from you, Susan. <laughs> I love that. It yeah. happened. Yes. Yes. And then as I, you know, went forward in my, my journey, my career, um, just, you know, I always felt like work really hard, prove yourself, they'll see my worth. And then I started what I call manning up. I had to man up to work hard, to prove myself, to go do, do, do. Yeah. And so I self-abandoned and it was so, you know, the years went by, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was frustrated and, you know, it just, it really, it, it, like I, I gave it all away to, to go prove myself worthy. And meanwhile, it served me great in the corporate world. You know, I, I have a lot of responsibility and, and I love what I do. But the thing is, is um, I remember coming home several years ago um, at night and I would always bring my work home with me and I was sitting eating with my husband and I was, you know, eating fast, you know, whole life mm -hmm. is on fast forward. And my mm -hmm. husband just like looked at me and he said, Susan, um, I, I'm like four bites in and you're done with your meal. And mm -hmm. let me tell you something, I don't report to you. And I'm like, what <laughs> are you, why are you yeah. saying that? And it was kind of like the first moment that I really realized because I had been single for many, many years and then, you know, got married later in life. And, um, and just being with him and he's French. So he really knows the art of pleasure and really being in the moment. And Absolutely. He was, he was an executive too. And, um, but boy, just hearing that was a wake up call. And so then the next morning I went into my office and I looked it around and I went, Oh my gosh, 
there are no fresh flowers in here. Um, there's no pictures in my office. You know, I, I literally had just become this person who just gave it all away to go achieve what I thought was success. And I just like, oh my gosh, second wake up call wow. came on again and just like, just started just crying. And I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. I, there's wow. no way I can go forward. And it really just looking at myself in the mirror and just be like, who am I? Yeah. It was a good moment. It was actually a, it was such a gift because I got to step back. My husband, we, we quickly, you know, booked a flight over to Paris and we spent time just eating and, and sleeping and wandering with what I call flattering, you know, doing just, all the things that you hadn't been doing and being in the moment. Wow. You were able to that quickly go, okay, I need this time. I need to reset and find myself again. Right. I mean, you've abandoned yourself. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yes. And I think there, you know, just watching, you know, the French and, you know, I get to have that, that joy at home, but really watching the French women too, like just being in the moment and having pleasure. Oh yeah. And I'm like, wow, what can I learn from this? And going back in, I hired a life coach. I had had a life coach and I really like got to work doing, doing my work at a deep level Yeah, and just stepping back, redefining success from the feminine and what does success really mean for me mm-hmm. and overcoming and coming back to myself and discovering what's important to me. You know, what does it really matter? What does matter and how to be myself as a leader, as a woman, and as a feminine w- woman. Right. And, you know, approaching, really managing my mind and stepping into pleasure, making pleasure priority and having strong boundaries and putting up what I call a red velvet rope policy around my life and saying no to so much that doesn't serve me and choosing thoughts yeah. uh, as a woman and being authentic. And I tell you, my whole life has shifted and that didn't happen overnight. That took years. And now I know what's important. I know what's not important. I know how to show up completely in being true to who I am and living with so much more fulfillment, really living what I call a connected, elevated life. Yeah. And I think it's important because I really came back to, I didn't need to fix myself. And I, I, I really had to just go back to being myself and really from there, you know, learning how to use that masculine part of me, which mm-hmm. is the, the laser focus, wanting to achieve things combined with really living in the part of me that is a woman who feels and who, and who connects and who, you know, pleasures and plays and has fun yeah, and show, shows up from that seat. And it's yes. so much more like it's the being and then I do from the being place versus doing to prove myself. Like I am worthy just because of who I am in my life purpose. Yeah. I, I don't need to prove myself to anybody. Yeah. But that's not how you used to feel. And I can relate to you so much. And I know a lot of my listeners know this too, because I came my first corporate job and I was in this, in this environment for a very long time was totally male dominant. And so I felt very much the same way as you, like I had to prove myself, my total self-worth was how many promotions I got and how much money I was making and 
and, 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 and looking for gratification at, from them in, in many different ways. And it was just so skewed. And it took me a long time. It took like 10 years of, of this like really toxic cycle to finally wake up. And it was a real harsh wake up call for me as well. And as you're talking about this, I actually have a podcast episode. This is why we're so meant to be chatting right now about the masculine and feminine in leadership. And I totally believe in this. And uh, it's something I talked to my husband about too. <laughs> too. And before I, I actually did the episode, I was like, don't be offended because I'm going to talk about your feminine traits on there. And he's like, no, 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 because we're both really big on leadership. We've both been in leadership roles, but I'm, I'm with you. I think we all have feminine and masculine traits and it's about owning both of them and, and seeing what is positive and embracing the positive aspect of each one. Because I think as women, we tend to shove down the feminine and look at it as a negative. And it's, that's so false. And, and men, I think, think their feminine aspects are negative as well. And so we have this negative femininity, as I kind of call it. And that's crazy because there's so many wonderful things about being feminine and there's wonderful things about being masculine. And there's a marriage between the two. And so just hearing you talk about that, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was one of my most favorite episodes to do because it's so true. And I love when I woke up and really saw my beautiful marriage, it wasn't until my 30s that I really started to be like, oh my God, I have a marriage between these two and I don't need to worry about the negative things or the things that I don't have, the lack. I need to look at what I have and, and escalate those and bring those to the surface. It's a marriage. It is exactly a marriage. And the thing is that you don't have to make either one of them wrong. Like I... Right. And you did the same. We developed that strong masculine, uh, the qualities that are a part of us. I had to develop those to survive and thrive and be successful. Yes. But the thing, you know, and now I'm working and coaching with some younger women to help them develop that while not abandoning them themselves. And then I'm also working with women who are further along in their careers that have abandoned. And, you know, it's, you don't have to make either one of them wrong. It's like, look at it like, you know, a chef in the kitchen with all the herbs and all the ingredients or, or that toolbox, if you're an artist, all the paint colors available mm -hmm. to you. There's nothing wrong with any of that. It's being able to understand it, develop both, be authentic, work with a life coach, work with you, work with me, work with people like us who are out there and, and learn how to source that and, and you pick and pull from either one to serve you whenever you need it. Because there's a time you can, you like me, we can put our fist on the table and pound it if we need to, but yeah. I don't do that by reaction. I do that by intention now, which is a big difference from how it used to be 20 years ago or even 10 yes. years ago. Oh my God. I relate so much to that as well, because it, when I was not myself and I didn't understand this marriage and I didn't understand my tools and Again, my husband's a chef. I know we know this, so we'll get into that kind of stuff in a little bit. But so he's gonna love you saying saying that all his tools, um, yeah. So, but I I acted differently. I know exactly what you're talking about because it was like I had to prove myself. I had to prove that I was strong enough and masculine enough. And that is. But now I look at it, and I'm and I look back and I go, oh my god, like. I feel, I look back at that 20 something Maya and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad you've grown. I'm so glad you've yes. seen the light. And because now 
I, I often say like, don't mistake my silence for weakness. Don't mistake my, you know, so many things like that because I sit back and I process. And that to me is a little bit of my feminine because now I'm very, I, I take a moment, I'm a little stoic and I, I take it in and then I react to it. I'm not reactionary. I then take um, action like you were saying. And I, and I love that because I, again, noticed that big change in myself it's it's a big difference because you change as a leader and you become a better leader you become a better everything i think because you really learn to process things and you're not proving yourself you're really thinking things through in every relationship that you have um so it was really interesting what you said too that you work with women that could potentially they're younger that could potentially abandon themselves and mm-hmm. it's interesting i see that as well um mm-hmm. when i'm working with younger women typically like 20s 30s and yep. climbing the corporate ladder mm-hmm. and then um you also work with women who have already abandoned and are you know maybe further along in their career and have had the experiences that we have experienced so what are some pieces of advice that you can give them besides obviously we could help them with this, right? We've lived it. We've been there. We've got the t-shirt and then some, yes. um, but what are some pieces of advice like to identify this? If this is going on, how can they start to course correct? What's some advice yeah. from you? I think, um, you know, for the women who might be earlier in their careers, um, you know, it's, it's okay to feel all of your feelings and feel them fully mm-hmm. and continue to be kind and collaborative and you know let go of the but what will they think you know who cares what they think you know it's it's really i always say you know there isn't anything anybody can say to me that i probably haven't already said to myself so who cares who cares what they think because i know the younger part of me was always like what are they gonna think you know i need to prove myself it's like really getting to that point of you know, what's important and what's not important and really standing in, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting to learn the tools and the way and the path of how to be myself, how to learn those leadership abilities while being, I call it like owning your feminine power. There is feminine power. Yeah. And in, and it's okay to move forward and, you know, learn those things and it's okay to fall down and it's okay to get back up. It's like when you fall down, you're, you're looking down, be in the mud, learn what mud is, Yeah. you know, learn there's a value in that mud and like get up and then clean yourself up. And who cares if somebody saw you fall, laugh at yourself mm-hmm. and get a support system. You know, that's a big thing. Like you don't have to do it alone. It's, you know, reach out to, there's so much out there now between you know, people and communities and your community, you know, your resources, you know, there's people out there that are willing to help. And then people, you know, women who are more advanced in their careers, it's like, it's okay to feel vulnerable. You know, vulnerability is not a weakness. I love Being that. I love, love, love that. I know we need to remind yeah. these women of that, right? They've had to be strong for so yes. long. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. It's, actually a strength because it's what can set you apart and feeling your feelings fully. Like I was so shut down. I didn't want to feel any of my feelings. So I kept running from my feelings and Mm -hmm. now it's a superpower. I, there's no good or bad feelings. We put labels on those and you don't need to fix yourself. 
if you can just be and feel like I feel pissed right now and feel angry, like I feel it fully and I embrace it and there's a beauty in it because I can feel the highs, I can feel the lows and I can feel everything in between and nobody can take that away from me. And then I get to choose how I respond in my situation at any time. And I have so many tools and resources that I've worked on in myself to just pull out and navigate a situation. So yeah, I think it's, it's just those things and, and just really stepping back and really managing, learning how to manage your mind, be the CEO of your own mind, because everything starts with a thought and then any thought you choose then creates a feeling, which creates an action. Yes. Yes. Three steps. You guys all know how I love a three step. <laughs> so yeah, that is true. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely see that. And I think that's great advice for either the young executive starting out or the young leader starting out or women who are further along in their career, because yeah, we are taught like whether we are told that or it's just kind of shoved in our face in some way, not to feel, be, be very stoic and just kind of, you know, take it in and, and we're not really feeling everything. And I think it's really important, like you said, to really be vulnerable. And it's, I, I love that you said that because I really wasn't vulnerable until about four years ago. And yeah. when I started to get real and to get vulnerable and I was not, um, this is not something I chose to do on my own. It was something that was kind of forced upon me. And then once it was forced upon me, I was like, okay, I'm doing this. You know what? Because it actually, even though it was really hard, the things that I was going through, I started to realize, okay, it's painful. This is hard, but I'm feeling really deeply. And okay, I, I, I can do this actually. And then it was really, and then I started the podcast too. And I started to speak my truth about things and, and people were hearing my side about things. And that was a whole other vulnerable thing. And so I realized that people didn't judge me or think I was weak because of the things I was sharing. They thought I was brave. <laughs> it was the exact yes. opposite of the thought yes. that I kept thinking. And then the action that I got to do down the road, and this has you know stayed with me since 2017 now because I did know that I didn't know at the time, but now I know that it's empowering for me to be able to, to share my story. And I also loved what you said about fall, fall down and just stay in that mud and like, you know, figure it out from there and really just look at that mud and say, okay, like, what are we doing here? And then move forward because I just did a podcast about um, losing leaders and how a losing leader is a winning leader because they're not afraid to fall in the mud. <laughs> so fall down and lose and lose because you're going to lose. You're going to screw up. You're going to do things the wrong way a lot more than you're going to win. And so when you know how to do that, you're going to grow and you're going to know how to feel things and know how to evolve. And you're just going to have a great relationship with yourself. Like I have a totally different relationship with myself now than I did all throughout my twenties and just really trying to navigate and trying to be just perfect all the time to get everything right. And Oh my God. Like I literally talk about this with you right now, Susan, I'm exhausted. Thinking back on that time. <laughs> you know what I know, right? Doesn't your body, like my body just starts yeah. tensing up and I'm like, Oh my God. Like, thank God that is not 
what I have to do anymore. And nobody yes. has to do that. I know some women listening to this are like, oh, well, I have to. They just don't know the workplace. Trust me. I'm sure you and I have worked in some of those places. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Like we could spend all night sharing stories yeah. to give evidence. Oh, yeah. No, I've sat in that boardroom. Oh, no, I've sat. I've, yeah. I've been on the firing line. And it's, yeah, there's, there's no way now. Uh-uh. Like, no. no way. No, there's no way. I, I live exactly who I am and put myself out of there and think of it. The benefit is people get to really know me and they get to really connect with me. I actually have more support being who I am as my authentic self and being open and sharing like, you know, I'm not okay with that. You know, that doesn't feel good right now. And here's what I want to work through with you as a team, you know, and, and help me out here. Let's all come together on this. And I mean, there's so many examples of that. Um, but it, it, it is, it is that it's, it's excruciating actually to, to yeah. open up and become vulnerable if you never have been. And I, like hard. you, it was hard. Was, yeah. It was hard. Yeah. But on the other side of it, it is a, it is a powerful place mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. It is unshakable. unshakable. It, is, it is. And it changes every aspect of your life. And that's why I really loved um, that you shared in the beginning what your your wake up story and like your your turning point when it was you sitting down with your husband and he's like I'm not your employee like this is crazy like what's really? going on here because I um got married in my 30s I didn't get married in my 20s I was a career girl I'm like no you know I waited I'm glad I did you know I'm not saying that that's you know everyone has their journey that's okay um but I noticed that because I'm authentically myself and I went through a lot of this, this journey, the way I communicate and the way that I just have my relationship and the way that I'm able to, to every relationship, but especially my marriage, there's no question of where I stand or how I feel ever. <laughs> so I think it's a good thing. Um, but you know, I'm always authentically myself. I don't feel like I've ever abandoned myself in any aspect of my life, which is incredible. It's an incredible feeling because if my job isn't working for me, I'm not going to stay. And if my relationship isn't working for me, I'm not going to stay. But I didn't go into this relationship without being authentically myself, which is huge. And so, you know, that you've got to get to that point. But, you know, sometimes people are able to grow together, which I think is another, another story for a different day. But, and I think that's incredible, but that's how life changing, becoming vulnerable and raw and really falling in the mud. I mean, I don't know if I fell in the mud. I think I might've fallen to the middle of the earth. It was so low. It was really dark, Susan. Yes. So, you know, and it was on quite a, you know, a, it was on platforms that were pretty public. And so it was really tough. So pulling myself out of that and being raw and vulnerable, I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. I really wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, when you, when you have that, those experiences and you have those kind of aha moments and you, and you do your work and you come back to yourself, um, there's a place within you that knows and that you trust. Like I trust myself. I'll trust that no matter what comes my way, I'll figure it out. And if I don't know how to figure it out, I'll reach out to my life coach or I'll reach out to my friends. Yes. And, 
it's, it's that knowingness and it's that trust, you know, and knowing like, you know what, but at the end of the day, I really do know that the universe has my back at the same time too. Like yes. life happens for me, not to me. It's, yes. that, it's that simple. Yes. Yeah. I love that too. You do have a trust in yourself and you do feel like, you know what? I pick myself up from there. I pick myself up out of the mud to say your terminology. <laughs> I can, yeah. I can do anything from here. And I really truly feel that way as well. And building that trust within yourself, you've got to have that before you can really go with anything else, your career, your relationships to be fulfilled in, in any aspect. It starts all within yourself. And I learned that lesson and you did too. And I think that's, you know, in like incredible and invaluable. Yeah, truly. Yeah. And also, you know, for the listeners as well, you know, it's, it's like, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to feel stuck. You don't have to feel like you're not living your best life or your most authentic self. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's like, you know, there's a whole bunch of us out there that want to want to help out, want to support mm -hmm. each other out in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, super important. That's why I've built, you know, Facebook communities I've built, you know, on Instagram, they don't have that yet, but Facebook communities, things like that. Do you have um, any communities or anything that women can get or uh, join or be a part of Susan? Do you have anything like that? Yeah, truly, truly. Yes. I actually have on my website. So if, um, if you go to SusanElizabethCoaching.com, um, I have my website there and I just started my own Facebook community too. So I have a community of women that will do group coaching. Um, I'm going to start a monthly membership program. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching with a lot of people. And um, also um, I have a free gift for your listeners um, if they sign up to be a Yay. part of Unity. Okay. It's called The Secrets of Truly Powerful Women. Okay. And if you sign up on the website, um, you can get my free ebook. And then I also have a book coming out next year early called Women Who Boss Up. And I'm so excited about that as well. I am but, um, so excited for the book. Yeah. Oh my God, so excited. Yes. Okay, but great. But that's just the way. Yep, SusanElizabethCoaching.com. Yep, you yep. reach out to me anytime. Fabulous. Yeah. And I'll put all that, that information in here too. But yeah, I think that, and thank you so much for the freebie for my listeners. I know they'll enjoy it. I know we're all looking for stuff like that too, to go into 2021, just strong and to be again, ladies, listeners, our authentic selves, because this has been a rough year. And I feel like, you know, we really would love to go into 2021, just being the best that we can be. And to your point, Susan, you don't have to do it by yourself. And I feel like this wonderful um, sense of community with women and finding those communities is really not that challenging. You've got your community, I've got communities as well. And we do these crossovers, which is so amazing. Um, and then I think, you know, it's also, we were chatting before we jumped on um, about our interests. So I think it's also important that you are, in tune with the things that you love, because when I abandoned myself, I love that you're talking about abandoning yourself because this is just so, because I have a life coach too. So two things I want to talk about too. Um, I have a life coach as well. I have a business coach. Everybody needs a mentor and a coach. Would you not agree? I totally agree. That, and they're very different things. Yes. Life coaching and mentoring are two totally different things. Yes. And so something I, you know, tell my clients very often or prospective clients, you know, because they are you know, in a quandary sometimes, they're not really sure where to get started. I often use this and I talk about it on the podcast too. I say, you know, 
ladies, I want you to think about this. Think about the best athletes in the world, the best actors, actresses in the world, whatever it is that you are thinking about. Do they have a coach? Do they have a mentor? Do they have someone? Through their entire life, <laughs> they do. It's and then, in a, yes, and then in addition to that, look at who they hang out with. They hang, if they're an excellent writer, if they're an excellent podcaster, if they're an excellent whoever, they hang out with the best of the best or whoever they want to mingle with and aspire to be. So they build that community. So why would you not do the same thing? And I usually like yes. get a look or Absolutely. hear silence, right? And like, or I see nodding if it's a video call, right? Because I truly believe that. And you know, it, it's gone on since the beginning of time. We've always had mentorship, right? We've always built communities around our, the things that we love or aspire to do. So why would this change now? No, it's more important now than ever. I feel very passionately about that. And, and that's how you don't abandon yourself. You continue to grow yourself and grow the right community. And that's been important to me, very important to me during this time. Yeah, it, what you said is so spot on. You are so right about that. And it is, it is true. Everything you just said, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And one more thing I, I think about when I, I just really abandoned myself because I worked probably just like you, crazy, crazy hours, how you were describing. I mean, Susan, I slept with my Blackberry, my iPhone, I had multiple phones, my two laptops. It was like a disease. It was so like you were saying, you know, and I, as I was finding myself again, I, and I'm still doing this, you know, I realized I missed having animals around me, which I know we're both animal lovers. <laughs> and yes. that's so important. They're like my therapy, you know, um, certain certain things I do with my friends, you know, my husband is a chef like we were chatting about. So it's important that we spend that time together and go to new restaurants and he cooks for me and we spend that quality time. And there was so much of that in my life that I did not even look at. Like my writing was gone. I'm a writer. Like everything was gone. This, the communication, the connection, it was all gone. And so I often will tell women too, if you're feeling a little lost, like go back to who you were as a young, young girl. What did you love? Exactly. Exactly. And I always bring it back to, because with women, like we think we got to hurry up and go over there and fix ourselves. And when I lose the 10 pounds or when I, when I do this, or when I get that, or when somebody says this, it's like, no, just, we don't need to fix ourselves. We just need to remember and go back to ourselves and get that support system or learn, really learn ourselves and, and be ourselves and then show up in the world being ourselves, having that joy with the love of animals, with the love of food, with the love of conversation, a good glass of wine, a connection. You know, friends and family are so wonderful to connect with. And it's, it, you know, just being and, and doing that and bringing that into your work life. Like, there was, there's no work, Susan and home, Susan, there's no work, my and home. It's all connected, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's something I, I just totally missed. And that's how I abandoned myself. And so I yeah. love that you just kind of dove into that. And I, I do think a lot of women are going through this right now. And 
it's for so many different reasons. It's because we've married our lives together, especially with the, you know, the pandemic and everything going on. A lot of women are teachers at home. They're ever, they're chefs at home. They're everything at home. They're the laundromat. They're the dry cleaners. They're the, they're the cleaning. They're everything. So coming back and not abandoning yourself more important now than ever. So important for women. Yes. Yes, exactly. So Susan, what is the easiest way for them to work with you? It's to go to your website. Yeah, go to my website, SusanElizabethCoaching.com. And also, you know, for your listeners, if you want to just email me directly, my email address is Susan at SusanElizabethCoaching.com as well. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Susan, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me on Women for Women Wednesday. Thank you so much. It's been so great to be here and, and to have a conversation with you. Thank you.